Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we're talking about a brand new Star Wars game, a new Harry Potter game, Ghost of Tsushima having a release date, Breakpoints may be coming a Ghost Recon game, and Riots is about to blow up the competitive shooter scene. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me, as always, is Andy. Hello. What's up, buddy? I'm doing fine. How are you? You doing fine? Bro, I'm doing fantastic. Well, Andy, my friend, we are not alone today. Which is why I'm doing so fantastic. (laughs) We have a special guest Mm -hmm. hailing from Discord, our dear friend, Mr. Matt. How's it going, buddy? Doing great. How are you guys? Thanks for having me, by the way. Okay, so, so not a lot of people know you as Matt. No, do, that's true. Do you want to clear that up so people can put well, a face with a the name? A lot of people know me as Matt, but not well. a lot of people <laughs> listening to this podcast know me as Matt. No, I am Demon Mask on Discord. Well, hello. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Well, thank you. Fantastic. Okay. You got two Texans on the podcast today, Manny. Yes. So yes, we do. You guys I'd, are ganging up on me. Yeah, My yeah. wife is from Texas, and she's making some kind of thing, a cocktail maybe in the kitchen. I don't know. I hear noises clanging yeah Uh yes maybe you guys are all conspiring here i don't know we all know how much manny loves clanging (laughs) oh yes oh yeah that's that was my nickname in high school the clanger it's it's his favorite thing especially when he has to edit the podcast (laughs) exactly well good times boys well let's just uh let's jump in to a little bit of our gaming adventures this week um, as far as I know, between the three of us, there is only one of us that has reached max level in the division, uh, gangs of New York or no warlords of Draenor. Whatever. Fancy pants. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Fancy, fancy pants <laughs> of the big apple. Right. All right. I, I got to ask you, Matt, how are you digging the division two's new expansion? I, it is, it's good to be back. I am loving New York. Mm. I like DC because I'm a history nerd, but yeah. so running around DC has been awesome. Plus but you get it, to wear the shorts in DC. Yes. There is just something better about running around New York. It just feels mm. right. Mm. That callback to the, exactly. to the original, right? Yeah, is that I don't what know. it there's, is there's or, something... or is it something else? I don't know. I, there's something about the environment though. So I, I think it's, Elevation changes have a lot to do with it. Skyscrapers, they mm. add a lot to the mm, post-apocalyptic yeah. feel of, yeah. of the division. And I don't know. I don't know. DC feels – it feels good. It's just very open. Yes. I was going to say the same thing. I think I think that you're right in, in that the, the tone, uh, the mood in New York is a lot more um, like – Gotham City esque, right? Like very dark. Yeah. You can, you can, you can imagine a city like that falling into complete chaos, the way they de- depict in in uh, 
the uh, the division where where um, DC to me feels a lot more uh, I don't know open, but more in in the the sense of like a like a post apocalypse, uh, but like the Walking Dead style, right? Where everything seems to be outdoors, yeah, in the day. You know it, what I mean? Yeah, it's okay. It's so it's just dawned on me. DC feels more like a ghost town where everybody packed up and left. Right. Yeah. New York feels like something bad happened here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Especially exactly. now where it's like, okay, there's no snow, but we're still playing Christmas music and stuff. And there's still yes, Christmas it's like that, yeah. that gets creepy at times. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially the, the nutcrackers that you find in really strange places around Whoa, town. Demon. Hey, hey, no, no, I'm not saying spoilers. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. I'm Trust totally me. kidding. <laughs> it's still creepy if you know it's coming. Yeah, that's true. That's true, man. Um, so I, cool. I think they're doing good, man. I like it. Andy, how are you feeling? Um, you know, I mean, it's fine. I, I, I've, you know, you know me, man. I'm, I'm pretty much a one trick pony, man. When it comes to gaming, if, mm-hmm. um, if I'm kind of into something, I'm into it. Uh, and it's hard to kind of peel me off. So for me, thanks to you, uh, it's been uh, it's been Wilson currently, man. I'm still oh, man. I'm absolutely digging that game, dude. It's really scratching the loot, the uh, the ARPG. Yes, uh, yeah, it's itch. You know, um, mm-hmm. I usually cycle Diablo three into my sort of my gaming loop. You know, it's it's yes. Monster Hunter, it's Destiny, it's Diablo three. For the most part, um, some more frames sprinkled in there, um, but uh, but yeah, dude, it's been hard to jump back into the division for me, only because it's um, I don't know, man. It just it just hasn't grabbed me. I'm not saying it's not good. Sure. It just hasn't grabbed me, right? Because I'm my focus is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, what? honestly, yeah. I'm a little um, I'm surprised, Andy, that you bought it. Like I ju- I just thought you'd stay away and would hold out because you know in a couple weeks. We're planning a trip to uh, to uh, Rayclass to uh, yes uh, Path of Exile yes yeah so in in that game it's actually it's you know it's a seasonal they do every three months they do a new season yeah. a new league yeah. Uh, yeah. Delirium is the next league it looks mm-hmm. very good like I'm super excited about it but with Poe it's kind of nice because you can jump in like on the last of the three months like you don't have to start at the beginning so yeah. That, that that's pretty nice, but I am I'm a little surprised you went ahead and and grabbed the division. Was it was it yeah. peer pressure, Andy? Is it my fault? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's always <laughs> your fault. But, <laughs> so I but know. No. What is no, it? I'm so, I I dread not to write, dude. I am an enabler. Yes, you are. And uh, it's are. about time I take responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Thank I you. mean, you send the guy a PC. Of course, <laughs> he's going to buy whatever <laughs> game you tell him to buy for. Yeah, <laughs> sure, I'll get this. No, you yes. know what though? But but in in all fairness. Uh, it's a it's absolutely stunning it really is every game i've played on my on on manny's pc is beautiful man i've got a nice uh 4k monitor and even on the x uh one x um but man this computer really blows those graphics out of the water man yeah and Uh, i think it's like it's as far as your gpu compared to uh, the what's in this xbox one x they're they're both pretty comparable but you're not bottlenecked by the cpu like you actually have right. you have an i7 in there so yeah. it 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 um yeah i i just i just knew i just like yeah. if i i need andy in yeah. this pc space well and, and you know the, the funny thing it. 
Yeah, right. Just send it to him. <laughs> the funny thing is that, um, you know, I can still play with my controller, right? Yeah. So now, like now my brain is, I haven't touched my Xbox <laughs> in since pretty much I got the computer, man. Yeah. I, 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 I do hop back into Destiny on the Xbox because um, mm-hmm. the boys play on there and they, they're really into it right now. And so I've been... Yeah kind of playing with them but um the division is really pretty and i can play it on controller right um yeah the uh the destiny is gorgeous on the on the pc um and so uh yeah dude i i don't mind it one bit man and oh dude this is an, another amazing thing i so i got the g-force now right oh yes bro, bro i could just plug my controller into my laptop and it it it's fine. It plays fine, dude. I've been playing. <laughs> so um, cool, dude. So I'm I'm totally like I'm hooked, bro. I'm I'm hook, line, and sinker, man. Uh, so I got the GeForce. I'm I'm using it on my old dude. It is an ancient laptop, right? Uh, I plug a mouse into that laptop, and I've been playing uh Path or uh, Wilson on there, and it's fine. It there is absolutely some mm-hmm. uh stuttering in there yet yeah, as you would imagine with uh streaming right yes a- especially like gaming uh, i'm sure it's going to take them a-, a while to get sort of uh uh gaming uh yeah. the 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 gaming version of streaming down to where uh video is right now right well, not, they mm-hmm. can stream in 4k and all that awesome stuff but um but it's really good man i feel really i wouldn't play uh pvp on it right or multiplayer but um but playing a game like wolson on there is great but uh the division i could use and now i don't know if i can play i i don't know if ubi's yeah ubi's one of those that that didn't let uh geforce have their game right are they i'm not sure i know 2k just pulled out seems Um, like the big ones are epic game store they actually came out and said they wholeheartedly support uh what nvidia is doing with geforce now so oh, that's wow. kind of funny. It's it's funny. There's it's, really it's like weird. there's some some battle battle lines yeah. here. There's some lines wow, being dude. drawn, and it's it's crazy. I'm I'm anxious to see how it all shapes up. But it's just a part of the direction that we're going, right? Like yes. everybody is is you know raising up their battle standards, saying this right. is where we stand. This is what we're doing, and it's interesting. It's you right. know in some ways it's like well this isn't very pro consumer, but in a lot of ways yeah maybe it is. But I just think that. At the end, we're going to have some cool stuff. So For I'm sure. fine. Matt, any thoughts on that stuff? Yeah. I, uh, so I haven't done a lot with GeForce now. I beta tested it, I don't know, back in the beginning when it first emerged as a, a thing. Cause I have, uh, I have a couple of Shield TVs in my house as my streaming mm-hmm. devices. And it, I mean, I always thought it was a great idea. I was like, yeah, I don't know how competitive this is ever going to be because latency is obviously an issue. Yeah. Um, but I, I, that's the, one of the kinks y'all were talking about ironing out, but it's, it's, it's awesome that we have access to all those things just anywhere, Mm -hmm. anywhere. Um, I do like the GeForce now model because it's your games. Yeah. So that's a big, that's a big deal. Well, it's your games as much as any digitally downloaded copy of your game is yeah you know technically we don't own any of the things we buy on steam as much as <laughs> drms will let you yeah, right exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why you gotta go yeah. to gog 
Get yeah, that DRM free sauce. Yep. <laughs> yes, that's right. If it so exists. Delicious. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's jump into the news, boys. What do you think? Oh, let's Not the it. news, Heck boys, yeah. but the uh, the news, my friends. <laughs> the news, so, comma boys. <laughs> Dude, so the, go for it. Go for it. What's up? Uh, Oh, no, never mind. Not an appropriate joke, but it, okay. I, it's a grammar joke, and it's really funny. Remind me to tell you. Afterwards. Okay. All right. Yes. Throw it up in Discord. We'll enjoy it. But right. okay. The first story Star Wars Project Maverick has been leaked. And I tell you what, I am uh, positive about this. Uh, this is from mm. Game Informer. Electronic Arts' next Star Wars title is a smaller, more unusual project at EA Motive known as Star Wars Project Maverick. The title was first discovered after Twitter account PSN PSN releases via Reset Era user Solzonic, uh, Solzonic, which automatically monitors additions to the PSN store database, tweeting about the game with the art shown above. So there's it's basically a bot a bot pulls new listings in the database for psn and just throws it up automatically this sucker popped out there's a logo here there is a um what wait what kind of ship is that is that a star destroyer it does it does look like a star destroyer yes so yeah i I actually confirmed with my 12 year old but then i forgot but yes it's it's basically looks like a star destroyer we don't know a lot about it, but we do know a little tiny bit. Uh, this is something that Jason uh, Schreier at Kotaku alluded to a while back, saying that EA was working on two different Star Wars games. One of them is Jedi Fallen Order's sequel, which is being done by Respawn. And this other one, uh, quote, is a smaller, more unusual project at EA Motive in Montreal, Canada. So we don't know what this is. It's called Maverick. So is that really evoking um, Top Gun references, right? Like mm. flying, yeah. You know, and then there's there's sh- there's a Star Destroyer in the picture. So mm-hmm. I have no idea. I don't know mm-hmm. what a smaller, more unusual project uh, means uh, for a Star Wars game. I really want, I really want a a Star Wars Top Gun now. Oh, okay. So so we had that. Maybe we're going to get a TIE Fighter remaster. Oh, t- okay. Oh, oh you, you think so? I, no, I don't think so, but that would be awesome. <laughs> I would play that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a prediction that matches this particular description, but I don't care. I mean, smaller, okay. Is it going to be an RPG? Is it going to be like vehicle-based? Is it, you know, who knows? Who Who knows? We don't know. But I am if if it's something that's being added to the PSN store database, that has to tell me that we're going to hear about mm-hmm. this soon. Yes, I hope. Well, hey, dude, if we if we see if we see Kenny Loggins <laughs> uh, in the uh, soundtrack, then we know we were onto something. <laughs> Very true. So, okay, I don't. We there's not a lot of news here as far as Project Maverick goes, but I am excited. I am a huge Star Wars fan. And matter of fact, my so a while back, I bought a copy from the Xbox Star Wars Battlefront mm. 2 back when it was like $2, $3 for just the physical disc when nobody wanted the game. I just picked it up because it was so cheap. And it's been on my shelf forever. And my boys discovered it. So for like a week straight, they're like, can we play this game? Mm. Can we play this game? Like over and over. So... 
I installed it. They started playing, and they're like blown away. They're like, "This is better than <laughs> Minecraft." <Dad." laughs> like, what? This is amazing. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, this is better than Minecraft." <laughs> yeah, so they're they're all over it. Uh, they love Star Wars. Star Wars is fantastic nice. for them. So good, I'm excited. Good deal. Good deal. So, uh, but not as excited. Not as excited as you are for this next story, huh? Oh, man. So, okay, next up, uh, there's a new Harry Potter third-person wizarding mm-hmm. RPG that could be revealed soon. Andy? Yeah, for sure. Tell now, me. before we true? get into this, we've talked about this already, haven't we? Is this the same game? Okay. We All have. Right. Okay. It's the same one. It is a bit, we had a bit of a leak there was some like uh some kind of like play tests like market research right. something where somebody had pulled out their cell phone yeah. and recorded what yes. was being shown. You guys but, have yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. Everybody, yeah <laughs> yes it should right. have expected uh, okay so from Tweak Town Manny according to a job listing yes. filed just yesterday WB Games is gearing up for a big game reveal since it's Avalanche's game. We expect it to be the new Wizarding World RPG. In quotes, Avalanche Software, a WB Games studio, seeks a lighting technical artist to work closely with a talented group of artists and engineers on an exciting, soon-to-be-announced AAA title, reads the listing. To continue, Mm. the lighting technical artist will work closely with a team to create visually stunning lighting and ambience for or is it ambiance i don't know for real world Mm. settings and will contribute to the overall aesthetic beauty of the game the successful candidate will work to create and optimize ue4 light setups in addition to working with our proprietary time of day lighting system while warner brothers has yet to officially confirm anything reports that avalanche software's witchy rpg have been circulating for a while now. There it is, Manny. Uh, reports yes. starting uh, coalescing way back. Uh, reports starting coalescing way back in 2017. Then in 2018, someone leaked out test market footage of the game, showing a rather mature and immersive experience. Uh, the Harry Potter RPG would feature chaotic spellcasting. Uh, Expelliarmus uh, with deep RPG progression. <laughs> with DRP- I bet you didn't know I was going to pull that one out, did you? Uh, it's Leviosa. <laughs> with deep RPG okay. progression. <laughs> Characters, classes, mature themes like death and harrowing cinematic sequences, expansive exploration across everyone's favorite school of magic, and even boss fights. The studio wants to bring more depth to the Harry Potter interactive experience by infusing big industry archetypes befit of a Bioware game. Oh no. That doesn't carry the weight it once oh, did. Boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Exhibit A. Should have said like a Lariat or somebody else. But Exhibit yeah, A is for Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Well, maybe they're going to put the Anthem yeah. flying mechanic in for you fly around Hogwarts. That would, or, act, that yeah, would actually be I'd awesome. Play, they're gonna... I'd play yeah, a for sure. Like, yeah, I would love to role yes. play as a professional yeah. Quidditch player. All right. So, Matt, what do you think? I, I, wait, do you do you like Harry Potter? Like, is this I, something? I, I do. Okay. I like Harry Potter. Good. You can stay. <laughs> Andy? Hey, man, oh, okay, I showed my thanks. kids the movie because you made me do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. So I, I can't help but read this and I'm I'm thinking just because of the title, Harry Potter third person wizard RPG. And I, I just think I in my head, I think Harry Potter with a wand running around in the Diablo oh. isometric view. Oh yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> dude, it's so funny. That's exactly what I imagined—like a top-down kind of like through the corridors, just blowing everything up. Yep, dude, just that would be blasting cool. dementors right. left and right. <laughs> it is, it is third person, but it's not uh, that isometric camera. So those those hopes are uh, they're Dashed. gone. Rip. Oh. Rip the dream, as Way they say. Go, Manny. So, I like this. I like the idea. This is exactly what I've wanted always out of a Harry Potter game. Would be to have this uh, kind of like like action, this this grand adventure of my own, and not just play the storyline of a movie or not just play something that's mm-hmm. geared towards children. I want to, you know, slay dragons. Mm-hmm. With my bare hands. Okay, that's not Harry Potter, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm into it. I'm super excited. And I mean, as the listing says, soon to be announced, AAA title. So this is something we're going to hear about soon. You know, June maybe, who knows? Maybe sooner. But I'm looking forward to it. I want to play it. I'm 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 down for this. So so it, from the leak, I, I haven't seen the leak. I. I vaguely remember you guys talking about it, but um, did it set, like, was there a, a time period? Do we know if this is going to be, like, happening with the movies? Are you going to play characters from the movies? Because I, I don't really want that. I no, want to be I, I don't unknown think so. wizard oh, number yeah, 47. Yeah. I believe, yeah, I think that's where we are with that. It looked okay. like you're there at Hogwarts or maybe some generic wizarding school. Who knows? But it didn't... It looked like you have to, you make your own character, I believe, and there's different things you have to do. And then I remember a lot of things blowing up. So that's good. That's yeah, actually, the video's like still explosions. up on YouTube somewhere. I'll see if I could find a link. Okay, but I I watched it uh, this last week actually. Yeah, I mean, so uh, this is we're two for two stories that we really. You know, games we know nothing about, but mm-hmm. based on their IPs, mm-hmm. I'll check them out. Yes. We get Star sure. Wars and Harry Potter. Yeah, um, there you go. Sign me up. Sign go. me up. Yes, two, two of the, the, the cooler things <laughs> in life. There you go. But Andy, this yeah. one, buddy. Oh, bro. This one's for you. Yes, man. and then it, it really coincides well with the, uh, you know, what we talked about last week when, uh, when we covered Horizon uh, showing itself, well, potentially showing up on PC. Yes. Oh, man. One can hope. Yes. Okay. From GameSpot.com. Ghosts of... uh, (laughs) Oh, easy now. Too many. It's all so many. So many. (laughs) Too excited. Where are the vowels? (laughs) 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 Okay. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Ghosts of Tsushima... The latest PS4 exclusive developed by infamous developer Sucker Punch will launch on PS4 on June 26th, Manny. Uh, the release oh, date announcement was made alongside the launch of a new story trailer for the game, which you can watch above. Ghosts of, of Tsushima follows the story of Jin Sakai, known as the ghost to the invading Mongol armies, led by the ruthless Kotun Khan. Uh, trained by his uncle Shimura 
the Jito, or Lord, of Tsushima, Jin is an incredibly skilled samurai who adopts more cunning death-dealing techniques to the concern uh, of his mentor. In addition to the new trailer, so we've got sort of like this light and dark thing theme happening, Manny. Mm. Uh, in addition to the new trailer, yes. Sony and Sucker Punch have also revealed three new versions of Ghost of Tsushima that are available for pre-order. Along with the standard edition, there's the digital d- deluxe edition, which includes the Hero of, of Tsushima skin set, packed with an in-game horse, saddle, mask, sword, and armor set for Jin. Oh my gosh, dude. Like my fa- Just pause for a second. One of my favorite skins in Monster <laughs> Hunter is the samurai armor yeah. with the big uh with the big horns and stuff. I love that stuff, dude. Th- yes. I may buy the digital deluxe uh, edition, Manny. That's all I'm saying. Um uh let's see here. Uh an armor set for Jin along with two in-game items, the charm of Hachiman's favor and one technique point and a samurai PS4 dynamic theme. This edition will cost $70. The $70 physical special edition includes a steelbook case as well as additional digital extras such as uh, a mini art book by Dark Horse developer uh, developer commentary, the same in-game items as the deluxe uh, the digital deluxe edition and both the sword and mask from uh, the Hero of Tsushima set, a physical sword and mask. Mm. Mm. The $170 collector's edition is a treasure trove of collectibles. Uh, the what? What's that? I said the what? 170. 170, that's right. Yeah, that's a one before the 70. Right there. <clears throat> oh, okay. That's a lot, lot of games, games right there, right? <laughs> it includes a uh, polyresin replica of the mask of Jin, the mask Jin wears in the game with an individually numbered stand. Sucker, P- <laughs> Sucker Punch notes that uh, it's not suitable for wearing. Okay, thanks. Uh, <clears throat> did, oh, it uh, didn't uh, didn't fall Someone out was have some try issues it. with that people putting on the helmet or something. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there was like some so so the ones you got with the addition were fine, but they also had some that you can get yeah. separately, and they had something weird about it to where they were like recalled yes, or something. Some but luckily, they hardly sold any. <laughs> So it wasn't yes. too. That was actually the, the biggest non. That was the biggest the story. non-story. The story here isn't that it's a. It's a. You know, it's a, a health hazard. The story is that yeah. there's literally no one that owns this. <laughs> uh, it, it comes packaged with a four and a half foot long sashimono war banner, a traditional style furo, furoshiki uh, wrapping cloth, and an artistic rendition of the world map printed on cloth. You'll also get a 48-page physical art book from Dark Horse uh, Steel Book Case and all the digital content from the deluxe uh, edition above. There you go. And we have a nice picture. Wow. I like that you're putting pictures in here now, Manny. We have a nice picture of the uh, oh, yeah. all of the stuff that you get. It's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff, but it's to me, okay, this is how my brain works. I see this and I just see stuff. Yeah, that's course. all I see. I don't see cool right. stuff. I just see yeah. stuff. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's kind of how my brain goes with any kind of like uh knickknack yes. objects that come right. with games or so I, I'm just not I'm not that kind of person that's going to have a statue mm-hmm. or whatever. So but 
if you were to have a statue, I guess a uh, the bottom half of a face on a stick is yeah. cool. Yeah, that's a mask, Maybe? bro. What are you talking With about? Really yeah, sharp that's a teeth, mask, bro. Yeah. It, okay, but you yes, can't you, wear. Well, it. no. Like I would wear that. Well, they said yeah, it's not suitable it, for human yeah. faces, yeah. dude. But how cool is that? But mask? I would probably sport that dude, to Walmart. That is a scary. <laughs> dude, oh, that is a scary <laughs> mask, bro. The- like, yeah, everybody's using masks yeah, these right. days. I don't know about that one. Coronavirus <laughs> is coming nowhere near this mask, I assure you. Um, That's right. Uh, think about how... Just throw a filter behind yeah, the, the mask. Think open. about how... Oh, it's a mask for your mask. Um, how horrifying it yes. was back in those days in, you know, feudal Japan to, to just come mm-hmm. face to face with this armored death machine with a mask like that, dude. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nope. That, that'd be exactly. intimidating. Nope, nope, nope. Exactly. But, dude, I'm really excited for this, yeah. man. The fact that it's coming out June 26. I don't own a PS4, but uh, it's. I can't wait to see the uh, you know the videos, the the um, uh, the trailers, uh, and and hopefully a stream here or there, man. Just to just to see that game, man. It's yeah. I, I yeah. I'm a an absolute sucker for uh uh that that era sucker of punch. movie yeah and those themes man <laughs> the samurai themes dude I've, I've told you in the past right i used to love watching not just kung fu movies but samurai movies specifically uh, especially the old ones are so yeah. gory man it was just uh they were great man and then anything like you know even the new like the la- the tom cruise last samurai i thought that was so cool man like just the i don't know there's something uh, sort of heroic uh, about those warriors, you know, uh, similar to the kind of like a lot of people feel that way. I'm sure about Spartans, you know what I mean? I feel like samurai mm, are, yeah. are right there too, man. It'll be Ooh, cool to man. play in that world, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. When, when are we getting our Assassin's Creed in uh, yeah. Japan? Oh, dude. That right after the oh. Viking one. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, oh, it's yeah. so hot right now. So so there we go. June twenty sixth. Save up your one hundred and seventy dollars for this. You too can own that mask. Exactly. Keep but keep you safe. You don't want to be breathing in particles. Just have that mask on. Actually, the mask has a big hole in the face. So just so you know, don't uh, don't take it health advice from us. So how about you? I mean, not yeah, right. Matt, are you? Do you have a PS four? I know you have an Xbox, uh, but you're a PC main, right? I, I do not. So yeah. I'm a PC main, and the last, let's see, I owned a PlayStation when it was mm-hmm. the PlayStation, and then I bought a PS2 a year or so after it came out because it's fun to watch my wife embarrass everyone in um, oh, nice. Guitar Hero. Yeah. Because she's really good. And then I think we had SingStar mm-hmm. for the PS2 mm-hmm. for party games. Yeah. But that that was it. That was the last time I owned a PlayStation yeah. or a PlayStation game. Yeah, dude. That, uh, so, since then, it's been PC almost what? exclusively. But, you know, I just yeah. broke into the Xbox. Oh, that's Friday. right. Yeah, yeah. So. Hey, Matt's my, uh, Matt's my Diablo buddy now that you're gone, Manny. Me and Matt run. Yes, dude. Oh, well, Me and Matt know. run. He he was gone. Matt, he was gone. That, that's he true. was building that a house. We had, me true. and Matt run the streets of New Tristram, bro. We kill it. <laughs> we're killing warlords That's of right. Nutristrup right, right here 
Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'll just have to wait for the PC oh, release no. of Ghost Four of Tsushima because I don't I have a PlayStation either. So, It'll well, be right before the PS6 right. comes out. We'll yes. get hype us up. So uh, speaking about Ghost, Ghosts, oh, no. boys, uh, Ubisoft is trying to save Ghost Recon Breakpoint with a huge overhaul. May I say something real quick, Manny, before we jump into the story? Please Every do. time I hear like... You know, Ubi's trying to fix a big mistake. You know, BioWare's trying to fix, like, a big mistake. You know what immediately pops <laughs> yeah. into my head? The the Jurassic Park theme that played with the kazoo whenever... <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> they showed the yes. trailer for, for No, no Man's, Man's Sky, Sky, and then it, it showed yeah. the real gameplay footage. <laughs> it was like the kazoo playing the same theme. That's what I hear in my head. Yeah. I hear the same thing just right now. Kazoo's <laughs> playing that theme in my head for Ubi. <laughs> I, I'm gonna before we get into this. I, I feel like No Man's Sky ruined a lot of this for us because No Man's Sky has given oh, studios yes. hope yeah. that they can go back and fix things mm-hmm. instead of just realizing, yes. okay, this is bad. We just need to trash I it. Absolutely and move agree on. with you. One hundred percent. I, I think so. I think the whole like uh, games as a service excuse yeah. is just so played out and it is just it's not an exclu- excuse to release a game as a minimal viable product or not yeah. even that sometimes and just saying we'll fix it as we go because it's a right. live game. We get to just keep working yeah. on it. If you want to do that, then, you know, let us test your game as a beta, as right. an alpha, but instead they'd rather charge full price and say okay you guys can beta no, test yeah. the game yeah. find all the bugs yes. and stuff i, I yeah. agree with you 100 percent. 100 were you going to say something else matt I, I feel like i totally interrupted you no no, no that was that was it well and, and then i i kind of got thinking about it but i guess before no man's sky the the game that really did that would have been final that fantasy 14 i don't know if any of you ever played it but the first release of it was just awful and it it bombed like Waterworld bombed <laughs> i I, I did not play that game but the the legends uh, are uh you know are uh yeah so then they they basically just like they were like okay guys we have to somehow fix this dumpster fire and they did it but it, it was painful and it took i, I don't know I, I think it was like a year or something and they actually mm-hmm. shut the game down as far as i remember yeah i could be wrong but that was, and then when they brought it back, it was a completely different experience. And now it is a yeah. phenomenal game. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, I don't know that that's doable. Well, with people everything. get exhausted, right? I mean, we look at us. I look at me right, right. now. You know, I've not, I didn't even buy Ghost Recon. Uh, and uh, you know, it's just you know, how many times do we have to cover these stories, right? Uh, or experience them to a to a pretty large degree with Anthem specifically, you know. You know, Destiny somewhat, although their game was certainly playable uh, and good, even fun. Fun for me. It's just been one big, like, evolution, right? It's like, I don't know. I, I guess Destiny's not a great example because it was fine, but, like, these games that that are not at all fine. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden it's like, hell, version 2.0, you know? I just, I really can't wait for them to start, like going the route of like oh we'll fix it and then the fix drops it's like yeah just 30 bucks that's all we need you know like double charging us <laughs> and I, I i would not yeah. put it past them no it's yeah it's it's not right. cool 
but you know they are known ubisoft is known for working on their game after it's released in a messed up state right. and fixing it and you know Sometimes it's successful and it works and it brings people back. But this is from digitaltrends.com. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, one of the most disappointing games of 2019, will receive a major overhaul after a disastrous first five months since it was launched in October 2019. (laughs) Ghost Recon Breakpoint not only released with various bugs, but it also had a microtransaction system that did not quite fit the mm. game, the game's mechanics and a tiered loot system that did not sit well with players. Okay, this guy seems to be a, a little generous here. <laughs> the bugs, yeah, the bugs were rampant. They were game breaking. They were awful, uh, and and it was like it was so well documented, like everywhere. You can watch tons of videos out there on YouTube demonstrating how things were broken. Uh, especially with like AI and stuff. It was just really bad. The microtransaction system, which they quickly pulled after, you know, the, the internet screamed at them, but mm. they allowed you to basically spend money to buy everything in the game. Like everything, just everything, everything yeah. that you could obtain in the game, skill points, mm-hmm. like just craziness. And then they kind of backtracked and said, oh, we didn't mean it. We're we sorry. didn't actually mean to put this in the game. It's like, what? You're crazy. And then the whole tiered loot system, yeah. they were trying to take the, the magic sauce that makes the division the division and just smear it on Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint, making it unrecognizable. It was no longer a Ghost Recon game. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Uh, the article goes on to say, in an attempt to fix the issues and save the game, Ubisoft will release the Ghost Recon Experience, an update that will bring two new modes to Ghost Recon Breakpoint on March 24th. My voice is disappearing. Uh, One sec. Okay, and I'm back. Uh, The Ghost Ghost Experience will offer three modes to players after they boot up Ghost Recon Breakpoint, namely Regular Experience. That's a very inspiring name. Mm-hmm. immersive experience and custom experience Ooh. so let's let's break this down just a little bit uh, from the article again regular experience will load ghost recon breakpoint as it was released so like broken yeah yeah well <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopefully without the bugs right uh immersive experience meanwhile is the overhauled version of the game for which Ubisoft took into account that concerns uh, took to account the, the concerns raised by players. The immersive experience removes gear levels and tiered loot entirely, completely gone with realistic looting, limiting uh, bandage uh, quantities and a minimal HUD interface, among other things. So they're reverting a lot of those changes. They're saying this game bombed so hard that we have to change it. We have to offer this completely new mode, which is basically with all, all that junk, it's just all stripped out. This is crazy to me. This is right. crazy that this even happened. But like, okay, I, I've got to get, uh, wh- what are your ideas? Because in my head, I just think that this was a complete cash grab, the way the release breakpoint. It wasn't finished. And it was full of microtransactions, and they were taking 
these other systems from other games that didn't fit what the game was supposed to be. Uh, so, so like, what are they? So now they're just changing it all. But what do you get when it's done? It's like, is this the game you should have got like months ago? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm still concerned though, because are they changing it? Because regular experience, are you going to get Ghost Recon with the microtransactions again? Like, they got to put them back in there and hope nobody notices. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, hope not. I, I don't know. But it, it it looks like you're getting Ghost Recon, the Division experience. Ghost right. Recon, the Ghost Recon experience, yeah. and Ghost Recon, the Escape from Tarkov experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the, the also the 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 last one I didn't mention. Read about the custom experience that allows you to kind of pick and choose different features to activate. I I don't. Uh, I'm not a Ghost Recon player. I haven't been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what about you guys, Andy? I know you said you didn't buy it. So, mm-hmm. but what about the, your past Ghost Recon experiences? Uh, well, dude, I mean, this is, I think, a a shadow. Even the last one. The last one was fun. It didn't really keep me for the, the duration. Um, mm-hmm. It was too open world. Uh, but the previous Ghost Recon games, and certainly going back to, like, you know, the... The PC versions, like, man, I would say, what, maybe mid-90s era, right? When when the first few Ghost Recons came out. Those were great. I really enjoyed those. But this is a totally different game now, man, you know? Like, it's not even the same thing anymore. Yeah. It was supposed to be a futuristic sort of warfare, uh, tactical, like, simulator-type game. It's like a, a squad-based right. tactical, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's their um, hallmark. Right, but this isn't that anymore. I mean, there are some similar mechanics still in, in that, you know, you can give your squad mates sort of direction, but it's not not really the same, right? You don't do that. There's no planning phase. There's no, you know, the stuff that it, that made that game, what you know, popular. It's yeah. just kind of morphed into a completely different thing. And I, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not into it, you know? Yeah. How about you, Matt? Did you, did you ever play any of the uh, I, OG? I have not played since... Advanced Warfighter, I think, was the last Ghost Recon game I played. Right. Which was oh, 15 years ago, maybe. Right. But, I mean, that's what I remember is, at, from my Ghost Recon experience, I look at Ghost Recon Wildlands and Breakpoint, and I go, that doesn't look like a Ghost Recon game. Exactly. To me. Mm-hmm. But, mm. I mean, you know, things change. Maybe the old stuff wasn't selling anymore. Maybe that type of game has. I feel gone, like they just tried to gone. market a little too closely to um, the division, right? Wasn't there supposed to be like a raid in in this game too, Manny? Is there anything? Yeah, there. Uh, the raid that they had planned. Uh, I don't know if there is one in there now. Like if it released with one or if it was going to, but it was like delayed because of this. Mm. So I'm not too sure where it stands right now because I didn't buy it. Right. So. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy, and it's, I don't know, for me, it's just another example of a giant company trying to cash in and make even more money as, as instead of uh, letting their creators uh, be creative, you know? So, I don't know. It It's it's crazy. So, but uh, speaking about crazy, guys, mm-hmm. I think this is pretty crazy, this next story. So, w- we remember last year Project uh, A- from Riot Games was announced 
at their uh, their 10 year anniversary stream they announced a bunch of projects uh legends of runeterra that was one that was announced as well that just got released and it's well it's like open access beta whatever it's basically out it's a fantastic game it's really really cool i haven't had a lot of time in the game i'm kind of waiting for the mobile version to come out cuz it's going to and i think then is is going to be like my couch game for a while mm. Yeah, I think that game really fits the mobile space well. Yeah, me too. Me too. I I, I can't I can't wait for it in that space. But the the uh, the Project A game, the shooter, well, the name is called Valorant. That just got announced, Valorant, and I think this is an interesting story because of the 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 sheer scope of this particular project. It looks like it takes direct aim at Valve and Blizzard specifically because of how closely it compares to both Overwatch and CS:GO. But uh let's let's jump into this article Andy by uh, by PC Gamer. From PC Gamer, Valorant Riot Games' new competitive free-to-play FPS wants to go toe-to-toe with Counter-Strike Global Offensive. First announced as Project A during Riot's 10-year anniversary stream, Valorant blends the character abilities of Overwatch with fatal 5-on-5 gunplay that rewards quick reflexes and precision. And, precision. and Riot says it's put a huge amount of work into ensuring lag and wonky hit detection don't get in the way. These bold, those bold technical promises are the primary way Riot intends to differentiate Valorant from its direct competition, which includes Overwatch, CSGO, and Rainbow Six Siege. Do you want me to continue? Actually, yeah, because because I kind of want to talk about the differences and what is actually making Valorant something that may be pretty special. Okay. And, and if I had to guess, I'm going to say that Valorant is going to be a massive game. Yeah. Uh, anything coming out of Riot. I mean, Riot, they make League of Legends. League of Legends is one of the largest, most popular games on the planet. It's the kind of game that, that fosters a cult, a, a cult following, so to speak. It's mm-hmm. uh, people who play League of Legends, like that is their game. Like, dedicated every night or most nights, many nights, uh, financially wrapped up. Uh, they have a lot of, uh, I guess uh, you can say firepower. Right. So yeah. they're they're kind of no taking point. aim at the whole competitive shooter game with Valorant. So from playvalorant.com, where precise gunplay matters, here's what we think it takes for you to trust game and uh, for you to trust a game enough to invest. 128 tick servers, at least 30 frames per second on most min spec computers, even dating back a decade. 60 to 144 plus F, uh, FPS on modern gaming rigs, a global spread of data centers aimed at was less than 35 MS for uh, players. Yep. Uh, milliseconds for players in major cities around the world, a net code we've been obsessing over for years, and a commitment to anti cheat from day one. Shooting in Valorant. Mm is precise, consequential and highly lethal. We want you to we want you to win on your skill and strategy alone. But Man. creativity is your biggest weapon. Imagine this. Tactical shooter meets hypernatural powers. Everyone's got guns and a unique set of abilities. So how do you beat someone with the speed of wind? 
Use your own moves to outplay them and beat them to the shot. Valorant is a game for bold strategists who dare to make the unexpected play because if it wins, it works. There you go, Manny. All right. So I think what is most significant here is that they're just upfront about their particular tech. They have spent a lot of time and a lot of money, like a lot of money to put together something that is going to be 128 uh, tick uh, tick rate servers. Mm-hmm. So w- what that means, basically, uh, it's, it's kind of like um, how many times the server receives information per second, 128 mm-hmm. times. So to to put it in context, games like Overwatch, like Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, they are 60 tick games, which is very high, like 64 or something like that. Um, Counter-Strike, I I read an article where they were up higher at one point. Um, So I don't know if those servers got downgraded or what the deal is. So maybe my information might not be totally spot on. But mm-hmm. 128 is like Holy Grail. That's that's super good, super high. And whenever you're playing a game and you do a lot of trading, right? Like you kill mm-hmm. someone, they kill you at the exact same time, right? right? Yeah. That's tied to your server tick rate. It's by the time it gets the server gets all that information of what you've done and reconciles what your opponent has done, everybody's dead because it's just not fast enough. It's not giving that information quick enough. So that's why you have things like that. So for a highly competitive shooter, server tick rate is essential. And to have 128 server tick rates uh, on offer here is is a big deal and it's very expensive to deliver. But Mm. Riot is saying, we're going to do it. We're putting up the money. We're dedicated to this. And we want to create a platform, a place for competitive uh, shooter um, players to uh, to to not be in an environment where they're blaming the server, where they're saying mm-hmm. I lost because of this or because of that. It's all about your skill. You're saying I don't have an excuse for being bad anymore, Andy. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> this this goes a long way <laughs> to eliminating you, excuses. <laughs> oh man, you know it only took me what six years to get decent at uh, Destiny PvP, so it's all right. I got time. I'm a it's- patient man. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Just gotta put in put in a little work. It'll be fine. That's it. I'm sure Valorant will have sidearms. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, dude. Side note. Never mind. We'll we'll get into it later. <laughs> all right. All right. So okay, one thing that is super interesting here, and it kind of fits. So I'm just gonna jam this right in here. Mm. Uh, the way Valorant looks. Like, have you guys seen it? Do you do you know what this game looks like? So I, I saw the video that you posted, Manny. Yeah, same here. In the Discord last week. Mm-hmm. maybe in the in the last week I think. yeah that's that's all i've seen so far. yeah so so the the i think the general uh the general uh community temperature of this is like first of all looks like an old game it doesn't yes. look super yes. super new super beautiful mm-hmm. everything you'd expect but it's it's all by design because the minimum specs uh that you can play this game on is so incredibly low that you could actually achieve at least 30 frames a second. Uh, that's mm. super important. And the reason right. why is because this game is going to be free to play. Mm-hmm. So they they wanted to make something that anyone can play all over the world, even with bad old computers. It's supposed and, to and be still, ugly. <laughs> it actually, yes. <laughs> it's a design choice, people. That's right. 
That's right. So yeah, I I think that's that's it's pretty smart. It's kind of a hallmark of one of their competitors, like Blizzard games. They mm. always go for like mm. an art style that that tends to be a bit more timeless than others. Uh, they it just seems that to last a little longer, but it's never as glorious and as beautiful as you quite want. But somehow it it's just popular, so popular that it doesn't matter that much. That is exactly what they're going for for this game. They're going for maximum performance, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- this other thing here, their their commitment to giving a, a thirty five millisecond latency in major cities around the world, that is also something that is really interesting because they are looking at a global release with this game, and they're looking to basically take the entire market in one fell swoop by offering these these uh these technical features that other companies are just falling short like mm-hmm. uh i i've i've been listening to a lot of different podcasts this week and trying to get ca- caught up on 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 uh you know what are people thinking about valorant and i've been listening to a lot of like a csgo podcast and listening to a lot of ca- casters and professionals there's just tons of interviews right now going down so all this information's out there so if you really want to see what do the pros think uh that information's out there but from what i gather valve has been absolutely terrible at listening to their player base and giving them things that they've been requesting like some of these features here so Riot has been doing a very good game at asking for feedback and receiving feedback and making changes. That's kind of the word on the street right now. I don't know. I, I think they're they're doing this in a way that is pretty interesting. And they're setting themselves up for, for some success here. Mm-hmm. It sounds it sounds, you know, awesome. I mean, if you value performance over like this is an aesthetically beautiful game, then dude, people still play CSGO. And how old is that game? And how updated are those uh, graphics? So I could totally see the market that they're shooting for probably doesn't really care much for that. I mean, how does it look compared to CSGO, right? Probably Mm -hmm. very similar. So, so actually, in fact, in, in the video that Manny posted, I made a joke that it was CSGO, but there's actually a, counter-strike clip in the middle of the video to compare the two and i totally missed that it was two different games it's two different games yeah 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 and and so and so that being said right like so they they look identical really but now what's the next sort of measuring uh tool and and if that's performance then clearly this game has the advantage right yes i i i think so and it's it's funny because this just kind of got released or announced uh, since our last episode. And it just so happens that CSGO had reached its all-time peak, like ever, of concurrent players on Steam. 950,000 people at the same time playing CSGO. Wow. Which is, wow. which is like, it's phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, how is it that high at one point in time for for this game. Yeah. So CSGO, they're not gonna they're not gonna go anywhere. They're gonna put up a huge fight 
which is which is pretty interesting. So I don't know if Valorant kind of sparked interest in CS:GO if it's like because it's so closely compared because mm-hmm. it's it's this hero-based tactical shooter and you just have these uh your your agents basically are what they're called. They have special abilities similar to like Overwatch, but they're not overused like in Overwatch. There's this mm-hmm. whole uh system where you're just like in CS:GO where you're buying stuff in between rounds and stuff, you're earn, earning points and then you spend it in the shop um, just like just like Counter-Strike. But some of them are, are abilities. Mm. So it's not like you're an Overwatch player in the Counter-Strike model. You're, you're just, you're, you can buy certain abilities. Some are innate to you as a character, but they're like one-time use things or really long cooldowns or per round and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they really want your skill to be able to set up a play and to be take uh, taking people down with your weapons, so so it's it's definitely far more like Counter Strike than it is uh, with uh, uh, than it is to to Overwatch. So it's basically uh, Counter Strike with a new skin uh, sprinkled uh, Overwatch powder on top, <laughs> kind of thing. Nice. So so you know there's Tasty. there's a point system, twenty four rounds, similar to uh, Counter Strike's thirty. Um, each match is going to be anywhere from like 20 minutes all the way up to, I think the estimate is up to like a 45 minute match. You know, you get killed once in a round, then you're done and you wait for the next round. The rounds are pretty fast. They're like a minute somewhere around there. I'm not sure. It's kind of fuzzy in my head, but, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the last thing here that I think is pretty, pretty significant is they have this entire cheating system where they're going to be able to detect certain uh, hacks and stuff automatically and instantly. Who knows what kind of wizardry they have, but they're boasting that they have absolutely cracked the code, that there's not going to be any cheaters in their game somehow, some way. That's another huge issue for games like Counter-Strike and Overwatch. Cheating is a thing. They're saying that they cracked it. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, and last, lastly... Mm-hmm. Is uh, it, yeah, it's free to play. There's going to be microtransactions, but it's all going to be like weapon skins. Mm-hmm. They're they're not even saying they don't have any even character skins of the game. They said that's something that they're just not currently doing. Whether that'll happen in the future, who knows? But one thing that everyone took notice of with Legends of Runeterra is how Valve, or I'm sorry, how uh, Riot is monetizing these new games. So if anything, if this is not a game that you're even remotely interested in playing, at least see this, that they want to create a new standard for how uh, microtransactions go with the big AAA titles. And it's something that I hope we see as a trend across the whole industry, because I'm just not like Breakpoint, the the Mm -hmm. kind of microtransactions in there. No, thanks. The way Riot is doing it. Yes. Yes, please. Sure. I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. That's, that's my rant. Very that's cool. That's my, uh, whatever. It sounds good, man. Yeah. I, I think it sounds good. Valorant is coming this summer. So it's coming soon. And, um, I want to play it. I want to play. You guys want to play with me? I mean, for the low, low price of free 99, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little hesitation there, Andy. I'll send you a copy in the mail. Yeah, it's free, so yeah, I'm in. Andy, you have a PC now. <laughs> yes. No. Excuse. Remember. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that is that is uh 
noteworthy. It's it's a PC release only. They have not announced any plans for a console. So with that, I think that's the show, boys. All right. Nice. We got to hang out with a new friend, talk some some decent news. Uh and uh Action packed uh, uh news stories lately. That's right? right, that's right. Beginning of the year is always always oh, so yeah. great. Yeah, there's, there's usually one in there to keep us busy, though. Get a good 15, 20 minutes out of one or two in there. Oh, back to what I was going to mention in the middle of the story when Matt brought yeah. up sidearms. My favorite thing I think I've ever experienced uh, on the Internet and in our community uh-huh. is when we were on Potato Thumbs this last time. And I was like, dude, I'm really digging the sidearm podcast I, or uh, the sidearm meta. And I guess Matt was working his way through the Potato Thumbs podcast. And you just listened to me complain about sidearms like years ago. <laughs> you said you uninstalled Destiny because of it. Yes, yes, the first Destiny for the first sure. Destiny, for yes. sure, yeah. Oh, dude, that was back in the Wormwood days. I could, I just, I was bad, man. I was terrible. Now, full circle, bro. The dark side, the dark side has taken hold, bro. I love the power. I love the power, but uh, no, I knew, I just thought that was the funniest thing I ever saw on the internet. I was like, what? Matt, you don't hold me accountable for the things I say. Nobody does that. <laughs> it was so weird. I know you're it, was, me. it was like, I, I heard y'all. And then I was just, I just happened to be working through early potato thumbs because I yeah. was like, I'm going to listen to some of these other things that Andy likes to call derp adjacent podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And just see what they're about. And I was like, oh, hey, Andy's on this, you know, early episode, episode of Potato yeah. Thumbs. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a listen. Why not? And he said that, and I was like, wait, I swear they just talked about this. <laughs> That's so great. Hey, look, the, intercet, the internet is a log of the things you say. It's a great snapshot into your mind during that era. That's but true. that was so funny. That was so funny. Yes, but yeah, man. That makes me want to delete our early episodes. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> thanks for you hanging can't, you out can't with delete us. Delete it once it's out there. Hey, yeah, hey thanks for having true. me, guys. For sure, man. Yeah, man. Hey, dude, awesome. we should totally, we should totally do this again, uh, especially when we come up with, uh, you know, maybe some Diablo talk, a little Poe stuff. You know, yeah, just absolutely. Good times. Yes, Good definitely. Times. You have to come back, Matt. For sure. For sure. Okay. Well, you know where to find me. Hey, yes, yeah. I do. I sh- I sure do. So. I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who is supporting us on patreon.com slash gaming adventure club. We super appreciate it. Thank you so much for helping us keep those bills paid. And if you want to support us in any way, a buck a month, whatever, you definitely do not have to. But if you want to, you can go to gamingadventureclub.com slash support. And uh, lastly, if you would like to join the club, jump over into our discord, gamingadventureclub.com slash discord. Definitely do that. Yes, indeed. So until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.